What's going on, everybody? What's going up? What's going down? Welcome back to the big show, Wacky Wednesday here at Call to Pen HQ, where every day is Wacky Wednesday. Is it madness? No, it's Sparta. You hang with me, the big man with the big mouth from the, from the Big Apple, Big Johnny Stud. Coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. Coming out the chair, as always. Hanging with our buddy, Mr. Cooper on the ones and twos. Hardest working producer in the game. All the Bryans, hello. <laughs> what's up, all my Bryans? Jeff L., what's going on? Good morning, everybody. We are really cooking the second half, man. Wow. I mean, again, it's it's always the same, right? It's always the same story. The beginning of the year is so difficult because they change the ball. We always want to use last year's stats. I'm speaking for myself. And then as, like, the algos get smarter, you become accustomed to what's going on. Of course, we're using underpinning stats, nuance, and context, pouring out the F and nose, as always. Right, the reason why we rate, review, and subscribe. Because it matters more than it should. <laughs> God, orders of magnitude more than it should. But then, right, we're getting sharper. And it's not to say the books are not. It's just attention goes elsewhere. Football just dominates. Baseball lines kind of get softer, right? It's harder and harder for the public. Most people have already gotten pushed out of the baseball space because, again, it's very, very hard. <laughs> the last but not least, Brian, BGC, what's going on? We see you, man. I really do my best to try and shout everybody out that takes their time to hop into the comments. Most plus EB comments section, the phalanx. Again, you're right. We may not be huge, although we are 20 semod. Followers away from a thousand, please help get us there. Because I mean, that'd be good, right? Round numbers are good, and if I don't know, it's got to figure thousands probably better than nine ninety nine. All right, enough of that. We need more of this. It's a full slate, but it's split. <laughs> MLB schedule makers did this, did me a small solid. Shave the four gamer off. We're gonna circle back at the end. I actually have some daytime stuff, and though we don't have it on Betstamp, I have modified. That under strikeout, I don't want to call it a model yet. I'm just building, you know, some parameters. It's still a prototype, right? And I, I did some fine, some fine tuning in. We're really starting, to, really starting to smash those things. I mean, I was talking this kind of smack when my F5 betting was first taking off, and I knew that there was a problem. OPMG, what's going on? And I knew, not that I said there was a problem. I just, I knew it was too good to last. And now when you fast forward two years, the F5 mark has completely changed. It's not out the night before. If it is, they lag. The lines are off. They pull. They, you know what I mean? All the stuff we've covered in the F5 betting wars. And now when you get to these, stri <laughs> these strikeout props, I'm telling you, I can't. I'm just talking to our buddy Matt Williams. I can't get the, the math on them below them being a 50% implied probability. And every single one of them is at at least plus 135. And now it's only been two days, but we are already at 20 bets. Because, again, I think you want to carpet bomb these. Strikeouts can be wonky. Over 500 on, you know, plus 140 or better. Some of them are 190s, 185s. So really starting to smack those around. Matt Williams, I mentioned his name, and he shall appear. Boop. There he is. One of the sharpest tools in the shed. Matt in the chat. Matt in the hat in the chat. There's a Matt in the hat. I guess I'll be thing one if you be thing two. Me and you, Colt and the Pen crew. Look, I'm a poet. Didn't even know it. All right, let's do the actual game stuff. So, yeah, smoking hot. We nailed another daily K leader. We nailed the daily run leader on DraftKings. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that again. I mean, OPMG was probably all over this anyway. Hello, we modeled the implied team totals, if you're wondering. 
my pinned tweet will take you to all my other stuff. The bookmark is free if you really want it that bad. Just check it out. And you can run the implied team totals against the board. Again, remember, don't read model work literally, right? The model is never going to tell you there's nine runs. It's all on a scale, and that's why it's all formatted, color-coded for dummies like me. All right, let's get into the games. We'll start in the 640 stuff. Remember, we do have the commuters in mind. We care about you too, my commuters. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your way home. It's the Cleveland Guardians and Fat Thor on the bump, plus 150 dog on the road against my boy Andrew Abbott and the Reds, minus 160 at home in Great American Small Park. Syndergaard kind of stinks, right? Stink, stank, stunk. Let's stay with the Dr. Seuss theme here. 6'4", ERA, 1'4", whip, 885, OPS. I mean, not any good. Expected ERA north of 6 here at 5. Right, that's one of the attack metrics we mentioned. If you get... Sierra and expected ERA in agreement above five. That's kind of something you just go after. Now, the walk rate's been good, but everything else has not. Tons of contact, tons of line drives, tons of hard hit, too many barrels. 361 expected Woba and two home runs per nine for Syndergaard. Again, he has a, you know, 262 minimum lefty-righty BA split. It's going to get you in trouble. And he's just been off on the road. 964 road OPS, 9-2 ERA. Flip side to Andrew Abbott who I think we got touched up on last time. I'm going to buy the dip on Abbott. Sub-3 ERA, 111 whip, 660 OPS, all the indicators in check. 27% K. He's been looking really good. You get a lot of fly balls, but you do get mostly pop-ups. You know, that double-digit pop-up rate, always something I'm looking for before we jump after the fly balls. 288 expected Woba. 221 max lefty-righty BA split, give you an idea. And he's been pretty good at home as well. 275 ERA in the crib so far this year. Last 500 pitches thrown as well. Doing just dandy. Sorry, I don't know. I got my sheets all out of whack here. Very much unlike me today. Into the offense as we go. Cleveland offense kind of stinks. So, Jay, let's not bury the lead. I wanted Cincinnati a little bit priced up. Let's go for the cover. Cleveland, that offense is just terrible right now. Cleveland offense has a 79 WRC plus last 500 PAs. Not to be outdone by the Reds, but the Reds is a little bit different. Check out what I mean. Cleveland has just nothing going for it. Only five home runs, 655 team OPS. 48% ground ball, bottom five in pull rate, bottom five in hard hit, sub 5% barrel. And the worst against lefties, 238. Well, but 274 expected last 30 versus lefties flip side. Cincinnati, so there's bad. Don't get me wrong. They strike out a ton, but it's not Thor's game. They lift, they pull. And they've been at least a bit better than average against righty. So give me Cincinnati to cover this one up full game. The Guardians, Matt concurs, our buddy Matt. Again, the restaurant where the chefs eat, right? That's, I mean, I guess, like, I'm proud. I'm very proud of that. But it's not really me bragging. It's just the truth. Like, there's smarter people than me in the comment section. I'm not sure if that's much of a brag. But it is the truth. You've got legit, you know, people in this space. Like, people make money doing this stuff. People have hundreds, if not thousands, of followers. Hundreds, if not thousands, of paid subscribers. Coming here to check out the temperature. Again, hopefully what I, what I like to think is some of the best mixture of game analytics with betting theoreticals anywhere. Again, I think of... We've kind of left the majority of these betting shows in our in our dust. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't care. If you're listening to this show at this point in the season, I feel like we could just talk, you know, smack, right? Because everyone, the stupid people are already out of here. They're, you know, whatever. The bullpens, Cleveland probably has the edge, but at that point, I think it's over. I really think Cincinnati just killed Cleveland. So give me the full game run line cover. Let's move it on. We got a good one, although I do also have some action on this next one. 
I was a bit surprised at the pricing. I wonder if Matt is with me on this one as well. He actually saved me a lumping. I believe it might have been five days ago. On the bump for the Houston Astros, it's the old man long in the tooth, Justin Verlander. Minus 125, slight favorite on the road against Miami. And the Jesus Lizard, Jesus Lazaro. Now, Verlander's been excellent. 3-2 ERA, 115 whip. Expected ERA at 3-3. The strikeout rate may be a bit lower than we'd expected. But he's been really good as of late. 2-4 ERA that last. I mean, I've been saying 30 days. It's more like 40 days. more like four to 500 pitchers. Again, he also checks that the plus box. If you're into, you know, my very popular pitching sheets. Again, you can get them on the sharpener like I mentioned before. And follow around. Again, it's all formatted. It's all very neat. It's all compartmentalized. And I added plus metrics, which, again, they're getting a lot of smoke in fantasy circles. But I think they've been being misused. But I think you should use them as a generality part of the tapestry when you get stuff plus, location plus, and pitching plus all in agreement at 100 or 103 and above. That's a good thing. And that's exactly what you got with Verlander. He's been excellent. Other side, he's with Lizardo. It's been coming apart a bit for him. And we ended up, I ended up getting convinced to fade him last time out. I haven't dug into the granulars. But it's been a bit of a struggle for Lazardo, though he has been good at home. This one probably decided on the offense. Miami offense right now kind of stinks. 236 team average, that's a 287 OBP. 6% walk rate, 36 chase. These are all kind of out of character, not to mention bottom eight in the league. 45% ground ball, 36 and a half pull again, bottom of the board. Not any good. Houston Astros looking very good on offense. Again, what do we look for when we're looking for good offenses to get up off the mat? Yes. It's the disciplinary stuff. Houston, 21.5 strikeout rate as a team. 11.5 walk, Matt. I see your comment on the corner of my eye. Matt said I had Houston minus 5, F5 in the ticket, but backed away. Yeah, I hear you. I wonder why you were, I thought you'd be in line with the money line stuff. Because the money line stuff is priced uh, appropriately. Jay, bring up that, will you please? I can't remember if I posted F5 or full game. I think I might have went full game, but they're both viable, I think. I sort it like minus 120, minus 125, minus 130. So like, I'll definitely take Burnley and their greater than sign Lazardo. That's full game is more like minus 115. How about the F5 to give us the chance to bail out? Yeah, let's call F5 and a chance to bail out in a row, baby. Again, minus 105. So I'm mad. I was surprised you looking for a cover with the money line right around even. But again, you know, different strokes, different folks. I'll have to ask you about that one because usually we're simpatico, at least how we approach pricing, right? I'm not going to. Your implied probabilities are probably better than mine if we're going by unit rate. Anyway, I got Verlander over Lazardo. I got Houston Astros over the Miami Marlins on both sides. But in the F5 is fine because I oftentimes mention this in F5 betting. If I end up being on... Oh, Matt answered his own question, so I like to, because I like to include you. Matt actually has Miami ahead through five. Uh, interestingly enough, he wrote, yes, I would agree. I, that's interesting enough for me. No, I, I have... I could almost get to Houston with the cover. I just didn't go there because of the pricing, so... I'm going to be watching this one. Should be good. I mean, listen, Lazardo's very good. I just... It's slacking as of late, and I think Houston has the edge. Anyway, let's see. We'll see. We see. Give me Houston at five. We may push this one anyway. Next up, elephants bouncing on beach balls. And Yar, Paulie, Blackburn, the pirate. Yar. Plus 165, dog on the road against Mr. Freedom, Matthew Liberator. Ah, Blackburn, man. You know, coming into the season, 
I was I, looking forward to Blackburn's thoughts. <laughs> That's how you know someone's a degenerate better, right? Well, Blackburn, one of the few bright spots for the A's. We know the bullpen stinks, which a lot of times opens up a window to bet on the A's and the F5 or to look for good unders. But Blackburn's not been great, although i got to admit, I think some positive regression should be heading his way. Let's check it out. Blackburn on the year 4-5 ERA, 155 whip. Yikes. 155 whip. But it's only an 8.5 walk rate. Here's a 360 BABIP. I'm going to get in trouble with an 89% contact rate, zone contact rate. So, again, we know the strikeouts are not great for Blackburn, although 22.5%, not really terrible. Swing strike, probably more in line with what you think. 37% ball rate. Again, not necessarily indicative of 8.5 walk and a 155 whip. Maybe regression is coming for Blackburn. For 42% ground ball rate, believe it or not, a bit lower than I thought we were going to get. But it's suppressing hard contact like a mother. 24% hard hit rate on fan graphs. Sub 30 rate on Savant. That's the raw metric, the back, the back end one. Five and a half barrel, three and a half blast. Three quarters of a homer nine, 300 X wall. But maybe we should be back in Blackburn to Pirate. Yarr. It's been really rough on the road, though. 340 batting average allowed on the road. 880 OPS. That's 5-3 ERA. Even if they only won homer nine. And as of late, really just bleh. Libertor, this is another one. you got to be careful with the season-long stats. I'm really interested in... I'm gonna, Matt, it's time. I mentioned it like eight times already. It's time. we got to get you back on. I have... I think I might have guests lined up for the next two. The very next one, let's just get up in the comments. Let Matty know that we want him back on the show. It's about time we get him on here. I'm curious of your thoughts on Matthew Libertor. If you got thoughts, let us know in the comments, people. 5-7 ERA, 1-5 whip. Of course, those are objectively gross. But the question we are wondering is... When we get these kind of young guys that had a lot of shine, I was a big Libertor guy, and that's why I'm a bit worried today. I should have just put it out there. I saw the F5U 5.5, and was like, well, I wanted it under. Algo is kind of under, not as far under as I'd like to be. The five and a half, I mean, it's a really high bar. The thing is, the St. Louis offense is really starting to get cracking. Check it out. 282 team batting average as a team, last 500 PAs. 356 OBP, that's an 864 OPS and a 137 WRC plus double digit bow rate. You know, killing lefties, killing righties. So, like, the thing is, with the contact that they make, 87% zone contact as a team, right? They don't strike out, they take their walks. So, if they're going to put the ball on the bat, Blackburn, did they get enough hard contact to get it done? Oakland A's offense sticks right now. But the question is whether we saw. That's what I meant was kind of the re the kind of reemergence of these prospects happens all the time. Now Matthew Libertor is not Grayson Rodriguez, but again the 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 story the story arc is very similar. High pedigree prospect guy comes up, everyone expects the world. He stinks. He gets annihilated. He gets sent down. We discard him wholly as an industry in a market. Meanwhile, he's young and he's a human and he worked on some stuff. He looked brilliant. Libertor looked brilliant last time out. So, okay, Jay, you know what? Let's grab the old C.O. Jones. Let's go under. If you can get an F5U 5.5, first of all, that's a really high number. That's a really high number. So when I see that, yeah, I want to be F5, U, yeah, 5.5. Let's let's do it. Let's do it, especially I see some minus 115s, minus 120, especially minus 115. I really like that. Let's go under in this one. I tend to think Libertor is going to be good. Again, I know I mentioned the St. Louis offense is really good, but again, at five and a half, you know, we mentioned a little bit of positive regression. Blackburn's always a candidate to get, to get some double plays. So even if this one's like, you know, 4-1.
He's like a lot of scoring, and we're, we're under. So I want to stick with my guns. Next up. Uh, why do I sigh sometimes? Because people don't get it if I say the word sigh. It's James Paxton on the bump for the Red Laundry and those Boston Red Sockers. Minus 170 favorite on the road against our Nationals and Mackenzie Gore. <laughs> Mackenzie Al Gore. Yeah, he's... he's his performance lately, an inconvenient truth, for real. James Paxson, 336, ERA, 115 whip. All the indicators really, really strong. No wonder why I keep chasing this guy. 27.5K to 7 walk, leaves you with the 21%. K minus BB, right, checking those boxes. 13.5 swing and strike, 29 CSW, 34.5 ball, 29 whiff, 34 chase, 84 zone contact. I mean, just like boom, 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 boom. Every single thing you could look for as you kind of weave the tapestry of the disciplinary basket, right? He has control. He works the edges, swings and misses, plus cold strikes, gets ahead and induces chases, wins in the zone, right? So this show is not just number, 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 number. We want the numbers to speak to us, right? Allow. That's why I like to use the templated stuff, right? When we go from... Surface stats to indicators, discipline, elevation to batter ball quality, then to splits. Right, think large, go from the telescope down to the microscope. And the repeated process, again, will hopefully help the speaker. Yeah, doing this is probably more, you know, you're loco, Johnny. Well, that wouldn't be wrong. James Paxton, so he's been awesome, like awesome, awesome. Pretty good on the road as well. 220 batting average, low, route, allowed, blah, blah, road. That's when something's allowed on the road, it's a road. 674 OPS. You know, just as of late, that ERA has been not any good, but the Sierra right at four, XFIP sub that. Other side, Mackenzie Gore was brilliant beginning of the year. Now the stats starting to catch up. 4-6 ERA, 1-4 whip. The strikeouts are there, but now the walks are really creeping up. He doesn't get ahead. 58% first strike, just really, really low. You know, too many foul balls is indicative of losing around the edges. 12% barrel, 7% blast, nearly two, homer nine, a 435 expected Woba on contact. You know, for a purely isolated metric, that's as bad as it goes. So when he misses, he's getting rocked. And really, the spot I've been feeding these national pitchers, even the ones that we like, Josiah Gray, man, I love you, man. But we bet against him yesterday. Playing in Nationals ballpark right now is a launching pad, yo. And I don't think it necessarily gets the credit for it. So I can't really back Mackenzie Gore. Let's take a look at the offenses. I didn't get to this one because Boston has been so putrid against lefties. 273 expected Woba against lefties last 30 days. A 283 regular Woba. I mean, just awful. That projects, who knows, three and a half runs. Not any good. Washington offense been very pesky against lefties, right? 330. We know that. So that's why I'm kind of off this one. It's really more of a split thing, though. I don't know, pound for pound, it's Paxton and Red Sox. Over Gore and Nats. The Red Sox probably, I wouldn't be surprised if you see that in a parlay play of mine. Like that's, you know, that, that's usually where I fit those. Juiced up games that have flaws. I'm looking at it right now. I wonder if I made a mistake. Because I have the Nationals winning this one. Let me tell you why. Again, right, when you come to the full game stuff when I run my algorithm results again, that's part of that stuff I mentioned before. I don't want to keep showing. I, you know, I, the model has all types of rolling averages for bullpen stuff. And, you know, people, I think, tend to forget about bullpens. Right now, they're at least a third of the game. Some of these teams, it's been awful. I didn't realize Boston, one of those teams, check this out. If you want Boston, you got to go F5 right now. 
56 and a third innings. It's a 5-9 ERA, 1-5 whip, 275 BA allowed, 8% barrel, nearly two homer nine. Flip side, Washington's been downright freaking excellent, man. 47 innings of a 1-9 ERA, 0.87 whip, 169 batting average allowed, 20% K minus BB, 5% barrel. Wow. One loss is 14 days for the Nats bullpen. So, I again, I, so I want to back that up. I'm glad I talk about this stuff. I don't know if I'm going to put Boston in that double result. Oh, Jay, this is the big-time double result. Again, we something we mentioned, which means one team through F5, the other team to win, they're priced by the underdog and favorite. And the pairing with the favorite first dog second, right, I want to be clear, is the one that really pays. Because the expectation is if it's going to flip, it's that the bad team goes up early and the good team kind of, you know, catches up, right, over with the plate appearances and the, the opportunities. So I'm going to keep that in mind. Again, I never get to this stuff. But I do love to, but I do love to talk about it. All right, we're going to giddy up just a little bit. So I'm fading that one. Although, again, I could be sold on a Boston F5 run line. Next up, Aaron Nola on the bump is a dog right now. Wow. On the road against those pesky Bluebirds and Kevin Gaussman. This one is like the watch game. This one should have... Big time playoff vibes. Nola has been awesome. I'm ignoring the four or five ERA. Every single indicator is at three, eight or below. The K minus BB 19 and a half. CSW above 30. Again, all the things we look for. His ball rate below 33. Gaussman's right at 34. I mean, both of these guys are awesome. Gaussman's had the surface stats as well. His indicators in just sinking, man. Three flat Sierra is very hard to sustain. Sub-3 XFIP, 114 whip. In fact, they both have a 114 whip. So this one should be exactly the way it's built. And again, you know, I always get caught in these. You know, I again, I analyze. I talk through my own flaws while I'm trying to advise people, new people as well as advanced betters, as well as professionals that are also hoping to take some nuggets to build off of. Maybe fade me. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I am so far under this game. Jay, we got to go under. I'm so far under. And in fact, I'm further... I'm going I'm to flip the script on us a little bit. I know you're looking to go under on the F5. There's that one single 4 or 5. I don't think we can get that one, Jay. Although, if you see it, if you saw it live on FanDuel, that's not a bad play. I'm further under on the full game than I am on... The F5, and I'll tell you why, right? Both of these pitchers are a pop to go distance, right? To go beyond that six, right? I mentioned smoothing out using bullpen stats, you're getting a third of the game. Well, Wheeler, not necessarily. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> you know, my favorite, you know, again, you know, dear friend of mine, make sure you're following him because, again, his work is really awesome. And he's printing cash right now. Matt, one of the kind of thought leaders. I truly believe that. Says, screw this game. I'll lose any bet I place guaranteed. That's been a running theme, not just Matt Wall kidding aside, just for myself as well. Particularly with Kevin Gaussman. Jay's probably nodding his head. I'm pretty sure we've been betting Gaussman all year. And again, it's like, oh, and he's been terrible. And we're saying it's it, the Jays will not score for us. Gaussman's been amazing at home as well. 2 7 ERA at home. Nola's actually struggled on the road, but he's been so good. Again, last 30, ignore the ERA. I don't care. Everything else is in line. 
I want to go under on the full game this one, Jay, just because I really want to put my money where my mouth is on the alcohol. I really should print this one for subs as well. I have a very rare, I have this one under seven. Like that is so rare for me to be under seven on a full game that there's just a million stats going into it. You know, everything just seems to be going. Philly's been terrible against righties. Toronto's been even worse. Check it out. Toronto against righties. 294 expected Woba last 30. I mean, dead last in pull rate. They're not hit hard. It's just really bad for Toronto. I do think they'll pop up. The disappointing stats are okay, but not great. Philadelphia's been going in the toilet. I actually think Gausman might pick on them. 12% swing and strike as a team, 23K for the Phil. So I'm going to go way under. I'm expecting the playoff atmosphere and the pitching duel. Jay, what was the full game under, by the way, as I was talking all that S? Was it eight? Could we, did we get an eight and a half? Oh, my God. I talked like the smack. I hate going under eight. We have no we have no choice. Well, I talked it, so let's go under eight. And again, people, uh, it's funny. You know, it's one of the reasons you use BetStamp, not just to get the live links, to get the best pricing. Again, if you had two things in a store and one was ten percent cheaper than the other one, no one is grabbing the more expensive one. So, like derp. But more importantly, when you see different lines, and they differ. That'll help you to see, find directionality in the market. This is a perfect example. So there's two lessons here. One, when you see half eights and half seven and a halves, and it opened eight and a half, we're probably going to close seven and a half, right? That's called reading the tape, uh, oversimplified. We're moving in that direction. The other thing I wanted to mention was why use bet stamp. The eight was at minus 120. The seven and a half is at plus 100. You would never trade a run in a total for 20 cents. That's absolutely absurd. That's a determ. That's the determinative run. That's silly. You pay the one twenty. Although in, in retrospect, I don't. I don't like to go under eight in this environment. But again, it's Nolan Gausman. Hopefully, we get eighteen to twenty-one outs from each. Let's move it on. I gotta shut up sometimes. On the road, the New York Yankees. Randy, the Macho Man, Savage, Vasquez, on the bump against Uncle Chuck, Charlie Morton, and the Bravos in the dirty, dirty. Uh, Vasquez has been. Good as far as surface stats go. There might not be a bigger negative regression candidate in the league. Check it out. 1-9 ERA, 105 whip, a sub-600 OPS. You're like, oh, my God, this guy's an all-star. No. XFIP, K-minus walk ERA, and Sierra, all of a 5.6 or worse. Double-digit walk rate, 5% K-minus BB, 6 swinging strike, 17 whiff. That's not any good. 90% zone contact, and that is where the trouble begins if you're going to face the Braves. Why? Well, when the Braves make contact, it's really, really good. Let's check it out. We mentioned this yesterday. The Braves... Braves, as a team, one through nine, are an all-star. And not like the nine hitter. Check it out. So 500 plate appearances. Again, an all-star season is more like 600. At least. So you can add at least 20% to all this stuff. 28 home runs. That's a 40 home run season. Right? Close to it. 111 runs scored. Buck 40. 33 doubles up 45. 13 steals is a 20 steals. 315 average, 944 OPS. 46 hard hit, 11 and a half barrel. A 400 Wobo, 152 WRC plus. My gosh, you just can't face the Braves right now. Matt says he wanted the over, but not a fan of betting over double digits. Yeah, I agree. You and I are simpatico right there. Though I wonder if if that's a function. I don't I don't want to include you in this because I know you're very mathematical, Matt. I wonder if, if that's a failure in my approach because sometimes it, I, I'll even have the model scores there, and I just don't like to go over the doubles because you need so much to happen 
you really do need so much to happen. I would want games over 11 or 12 to have a plus in front of them. It's just not the case. So I leave him out with you, buddy. Because you'll get, like, the bases loaded and something stupid will happen. And, and then you don't get it. Meanwhile, like, the cap is good. So I'm with you, man. Again, it's Braves by a million every single day. It's just Braves by a million. Yankees, it's over, right? It's pretty safe to say it's, it's over for the Yankees. All right. More has been terrible, though. You know what I meant to? I think I meant to. I meant to mention this. If you're going to play this one, I think this one is bad. Chalk. The Yankees, I might actually score. I know they're not really hitting righties, but Morton's been downright awful as of late. Like, I, I have my models scream. He's a plus six Sierra last 500 pitches thrown. That's really, really poor. He's been, I guess, okay at home, but still, I don't know. I'm just kind of feeding this one. I don't like the pricing. It's not that it's up because Vasquez was not locked in yet. Next up. Ah, uh, why do because I loved Reed Detmers, and it's kind of falling apart from as of late. I gotta bring up. I haven't done any game logs. This one call. This one calls for a game log. Ah, uh, Reed Detmers on the bump for the Halos. It really fell apart after the trade deadline. You know, bless their hearts. They tried. Detmers is now up to a five-three ERA one. Indicators are all strong. Radio strong. The disparity basket is strong. Getting whiffs. Getting ahead. Winning in the zone. But too many fly balls. It's just been brutal. It's just been brutal. Too many fly balls, too many hard hit balls. They're coming out. 416, expected ball on contact. And just, it, it's just bad. Here's a 9 ERA, that last 500 pitch sample. Sierra up at 5, location plus, just taking a nosedive. Up against the White Wolf of Winterfell, John Gray on the bump for the Rangers. 365, ERA, 1 2 whip. Indicators and everything, not always buying it, but he's the kind of guy that can outperform them. Not that it, it's not A stuff, it's just. Uh, he's just kind of boring, right? You get in the, the plus ground ball rate. He's been good around the edges. The control rate just through the roof right now. His ball rate below 34. Anytime you get that, you get really good. And then he can with the bully metric. Again, that's our gratuitous mention of the bully metric. And first strike to chase rate. First strike plus O-swing. When it equals 100, that's a good thing. He gets up. He gets ahead. Makes you chase his junk. And that's the strong side of John Gray. 67 first strike, 36 O-swing, 34 ball, right? So he gets up, he gets ahead, and he's he's working his own. You know, and then you get to the point where he could try and miss while he's suppressing hard contact because he's working the edges. So this was probably just Texas by a landslide again, LA offense in the tank, just atrocious. They're I think they might be dead last in expected wobble versus lefties and dead last against inexpected wobble versus righties. They're striking right now look for the all prop on john gray right he's not much of a strikeout guy what's the all prop what's the strikeout prop look like for john gray jay bring it up you got to do it every day again this is i don't i never want to be copying someone right there's a lot of that in this industry we had a little bit of it yesterday who you know who i'm looking at knows you know who i'm talking about and it happens brother you know what i'm saying we got to wear it Man, five and a half strikeouts. But again, it's the juice. Minus 150. I can't do it. I just can't do it. You want... Listen, Matt, it's the best prop better in the space right now. Just go to him. Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm outsourcing all my pitcher prop work to Matthew Williams Esquire. You know, I'll be John S. Preston. I'll let me forget that one. Anyway, I, I can't do it. He knows when to pull the trigger on the juice. I don't get to it because I'm just, I'm just a coward. 
So that's a viable play, though, anyway, because they strike out against anybody. This one should be Texas State probably fit in a parlay piece. You might even want to go for the Texas front line. You know what? I'm looking at these stats. you got to go for it, dude. Los Angeles Angels, 666 ERA last 50 innings. Texas, 209 ERA, 0.83 web. Jay, lock in the, the Texas front line. Just go for it, man. you got to jump in these bad teams. Tis the time of, it's time of the year for that. You know, to jump in these bad teams, they're getting into plus money also. I'm hoping for at least plus 105, plus 110 on a Texas run line. Jay, you lock it in. I'm not. I can't look anymore. I got to hurry up because we're running out of time. Next up, Mike Clevenger on the road for the White Sox against Javier Assad and the Cubbies. Assad's getting a little bit of love from the fantasy space. I'm not seeing it on the big board. Right, indicators not buying the three tail VRA, double digit walk rate, not inducing whisses, not inducing whiffs, sorry, no whiffs and misses or whisses. <laughs> God help me today. Yeah, I'm just not buying it. And again, he's been much better on the road than he's been at home for what that means. Stuff, location, and pitching plus all at 98 or below. Yeah, not really looking for. Again, if you want to back the Cubs, the offense is starting to. Five and touch, right? That's where we look to, to look at season stuff plus 500 and how they look at each other. I also am behind the scenes 7, 30, 60, 90. You know me. White Sox offense stinks, absolutely, but I don't know if I want to pay the taxes for it. I know I capped the over and missed on it yesterday, so like I obviously don't always know what I'm talking about, but that's probably where I'd be going with this one. I think Clevenger is about to wear another one. You know, his ERA is a 355, his Sierra is over five. I, all the stuff we look to attack. And again, Cubs offense, bad right now, but still pretty good overall. Let's move it on. Just remember, uh, Cody, Cody Bellinger strikeout props. Under one strikeout is a viable play every single day. Like if you, I am pretty certain if you bet that every single day without looking, you're really making money. You're doing really well. There's a few of those guys. I was talking to Coop about it yesterday, how the strength of a hitter in that up wave, right? We talk about sine waves. We're not put, put our money where our mouth is. If this buttery stuff comes in, in between 50 and 100 plate appearances where you get stabilization, like, man, there are hitters that are going through real strong disciplinary waves that are listed at plus 175. There's a couple of them in the early game today. Remind me to mention them. Matt, chipping in. Love you, man. Appreciate the immersive experience that you're helping me to provide 9-0 chance one day. Me and Matt are doing a very, very popular betting show. Non-zero chance. From right from my mouth to somebody very famous's ears. All right, let's go. Matt is projecting John Gray for over 5.5. I figured, right? I figured, but where I struggle was the next point. But not much value with the juice. He's staying away. If you feel compelled, it's minus 135 on FanDuel. The only one worth taking, Matt, I have to agree. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Again, you know, restaurant with a chef's eat. Like, for a reason, right? We don't just imagine saying that and it not being true. Like, every day this week, we've had somebody with 15,000 Twitter followers pop in and say, what's up, and contribute, and bounce something off me, maybe even disagree, because that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all, all, all about. Like, I actually find when I disagree, particularly with Matt or Jay or Frank, I'm the one that kind of concedes. Right? Again, I'm not, I don't like a certain... I never pretend to predict the future and stuff like that. All right, next up. It's juiced up, out of control. Another good parlay piece. Luis Castillo on the bump, on the road for Seattle. I don't know, Jay, see if this one's even listed. I was very surprised. Again, I, you know, I put out all this work every single day. I have to find probable starters at 5 o'clock in the morning. EST, they change sometimes. There's not much I can do. It is listed. Do you have pitcher names, though, Jay? 
You don't have pitcher names, do you? Uh, MLB app, that's where I was going, is generally the most accurate. I mean, it makes sense. I imagine it's some kind of direct line to the teams. I could be I could be making this up. But over the years, I've tested and found that it's the, mo- it's the most accurate. Again, nobody knows openers all the time. MLB app had McGregor listed this morning. But I hit override. Because I'm a degenerate and I was watching the Royals yesterday and McGregor pitched in the bullpen. So I don't think he's going to open after pitching yesterday. And I think that one just might be behind. I listed Alec Marsh. So that's why I'm, I'm just not sure here. He's been terrible. Everybody on the Royals has basically been terrible. More importantly, whenever the Royals are going for an opener, just get ready to smash the run line. Royals, last 44 and a third, the bullpen, 6-3, ERA, 1-5 whip, 14% K rate, 41 hard hit, 9.5 barrel. Yikes, it's so bad right now. Seattle bullpen rolling, 206 ERA, last 40 innings. Offense starting to get going as well, 123 WRC plus for the Mariners. 129 for the Royals, though. Again, they're on kind of on the little bit downside, although they're taking advantage of at least the things they do well. I'm a huge fan of Castillo. He's been awesome. Love Castillo. He's actually struggled a touch on the road, but I don't want to buy too much into it because the peripherals, last 500 pitchers are very strong. You know, three Sierra, sub three Caminus Walk ERA. 33% K rate last 30 days as well. He's been he's awesome. So I didn't see the pricing there, Jay, but I could get a dig on the Seattle run line. I think we get that one. Casey's been a little tough customer, but I think we're going to get him because I'm really buying Castillo. I think we start to roll. Oh, it's juiced up. No, thank you. No, 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 no. I'm not paying minus 130 for a run line. That's a parlay piece as well. So you can kind of see my parlay pieces. Maybe we should put the, you know, I talk about, I don't know. We're going to run out of time, but you can see where I go with those. That's where how I build my daily parlays again. If you've heard me analyze stuff and you see my algo scores, I make use an amalgamation of all the work to look for a combination of games that are juiced up to where I don't want it, but that I think will hit. And that's one of them. So I think Seattle wins at 190. I think they cover at minus 140. I don't want to pay either one. Next up, Dean Crispy Creamer on the road, plus 150 dog for the Blackbirds with Orange Vest, the Orioles on the road against Wakey Wakey, Eggs and Blakey, Mr. Snell, and the Friar Tucks in San Diego. This one's really tough. I'm not really betting this series. We saw San Diego come out strong. I mentioned that yesterday, right? That was a concern. I thought we might have even sniffed on the under. And it was like, thanks, but no thanks. And I was kind of into Flaherty. He got served up something ridiculous. Baltimore offense really struggling right now. Bottom three against righties, 282. Team expected wall versus righties. Not what you expect. 50% ground ball rate as a team. 39% pull, only 14-line drive. Really bad. Only 12. Shem 11 ding-dongs. Last 500 PAs for Baltimore. They're really struggling. San Diego, not so much. They look really good, man. Hitting it hard. Leading the league in both hard hit rate accounts. 12% barrel. Just doing the thing. Plus, Krispy Kramer, I you know, the Royals kind of made a man out of him lately. He's been... Pretty good. You see the three seven ERA list, five hundred pitches. However, the peripherals not really buying it, and neither am I. He's got a five five expected ERA on the season. So I think this one goes to San Diego. The one thing Baltimore has done all year is hit lefty. So I'm just worried about it. We know Blake Snell can be a bit erratic. So I'm just leaving this one. It's got playoff feels. Really exciting. Anytime Baltimore seems to be on the field right now, it's just that. So sorry, last game. Then we'll do a quick afternoon parlay, but Jay, I already have the picks. 
So I'm going to hurry up. It's Wade, Guy Smiley. We can't even bet this one again. And the Brew Crew on the bump against Clayton Kershaw. He's back for the Dodgers. Another, this, again, these are just a, this is just a parlay piece. You know, the Dodgers are a parlay piece. They're listed up. I think I, did I see minus 300, minus two, yeah, minus 240, minus 250 for the Dodgers. Kershaw hasn't pitched in a bit. Hold on one second. If you I can just check and see if he had a minor league start. If he hadn't, I wouldn't touch this at all. Listen, Kershaw is the GOAT. He's, he's also come off the IL like a like a thousand times, you know, in his career. But I generally feed. No, he did not have a start in the minors. So, again, you'd probably only be looking for five innings from Kershaw. I'm just leaving this one on the cutter room floor. But if you're looking for analysis, you know, Miley's been okay, but he's screaming negative regression. ERA... He came in his walkie ray and Sierra both at five. You know, doesn't strike anyone out. He doesn't get whiffs. He's kept the ball down, but will it be enough? I'm I'm not really sure. He's been brilliant on the road for what that's worth. Two, six, seven, ERA on the road. Less than a homer nine. But like I said, Kershaw has been fantastic. The Dodgers are phenomenal right now. They don't strike out. They don't swing and miss. Tons of contact. They crush lefties. They're hitting doubles. They're stealing bases. And Milwaukee's kind of stunk. They've hit lefties if you're going by Woba, but the ex-Woba is a bit below average. Both bullpens have been really good. So you can see where I worry if you're putting the big five pins. Milwaukee, one of the teams with the Dodgers at the end of the game. So just leave this one alone. OPMG, still here, backing up the game. And those F5 team total over 1.5 at minus 120. See, I can dig that. I can dig that. I actually got, I can totally dig that. If I, I can just check the algo real quick. I bet you yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, I'm, I've got that one cleared also. I'm at 2.45, so nearly a full run over, which is when I did the F5s. I used to run it, again, just because I pulled them, it's just because I was taking time to specifically mine that one market. And it, it was not worth it anymore. But 1.5 minus 120 is a good deal. That's what we want. They started moving minus or over 1.5 to minus 160, and that I wasn't interested in. Jeff L. says, Miley's been okay, but screams negative regression, to quote somebody that we all know. I feel like that's the epitome of his career. Yeah, and like, there you go, right? Listen, you know, we again, a lot of it, it it's guys that get it in crunch time. Uh, we might learn later on that some guys are better out of the stretch than they're out of the windup, right? We don't split windup and stretch. They're different deliveries, which would release vert point and all the other stuff that we obsess about, except we don't split those two things, so... Yeah, OPMG said it was the only playable F5 TT line. That's, that's kind of my point, everybody. I actually have gotten some feedback about, oh, where'd they go? Now, again, I still put out the F5 model and F5 scores, so you could run them yourself, but that market is just really, really difficult. It's really, really difficult. All right, let's do the afternoon parlay really quick. Jay, I think I have them highlighted already. I do. Okay, we got four games this afternoon. We're going to just blow right through them. I want to just go with a pack of winners. I hate scores. Hopefully with good reason. So let's do it. All right. It's not too chalky. That's what I was worried about. We got the Pirates and Oviedo going to McGill and the Mets. Give me the Pirates at even money. To win this one, these are all money line wins. Full game money line wins. Poor favor. So Pittsburgh over the Mets. Then it's Detroit Tigers and Reese Olsen going to Minnesota and Kenta Maeda. Give me the Twins and Maeda. That one's a little heavy. Again, that would be a parlay piece if you were playing that straight. But I like these afternoon money line parlays. We've done very well. Next up, the Diamondbacks and Paisan Slay Chicone. 
on the road against Gomber and the Rockies. Just give me the Diamondbacks. They're going to get this one back. I, you'd want to go over this one. It's over 12. I think I saw 12 and a half on the board. I would never do that. Pro I probably shouldn't go looking to go under, but both these pitchers are not very good. Yeah, Jay's highlighting 12 to 16. Yo, that is absolutely insane. No, no, no. Let's stick with the Diamondbacks. We have the better team. I know they're tanking, but the Rockies stink, man. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with the algo. We got Arizona in the win. And then last up, this one is a misprice. I printed this one solo. So for my people that suck their teeth at Paulie's. Aaron Savali and the Rays are only minus 120 slight favorites against Ryan Walker and the Giants. So that one was kind of a smash for me again. I have the Rays way ahead. I think they're a different class of team than the Giants right now. Savali is also very good. And Ryan Walker is just going to open. And the Giants burned up uh, Manalia yesterday. Who'd been good. So they burned, I feel like they burned up the followers. And I think we got that four-piecer in the bag. I got like plus 950, Jay. You got something like that. Jay's got even better. Plus 1050. Put that in for two bucks, man. Hopefully we knock this one out of the park. And as we head towards the green, as we march towards a thousand subscribers, Jay, my apologies to you and Betstamp. I forgot it. I had the opportunity and I fumbled it. We'll get it tomorrow, I promise. Make sure you're following betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. You can follow all stuff. Jay Bird, who does such an excellent job, just did a little scroll. So if you're ever in a pinch and you can't watch the whole show, you can always go to the last 60 seconds, and he, he's going to show you everything we got. Audio-only people, five-star reviews are the compliment. The Kuti compliment really means the absolute world. Rate, review, and subscribe. Pressing bells, pressing fingers, notifications, ringing this, ringing that. Tell a friend. <laughs> Create burner accounts and follow us. Help us. Help me. <laughs> we really do love you much with what I hope is one of the best immersive betting experiences on the internet anywhere today where you know you come and you feel like we're speaking directly to you no matter what level you are that the analysis is viable that the numbers are pertinent you know we're digging deep advanced stats as well and then how to apply these things in a sustainable manner and i think that's about the best that we can do so holler if you hear me big papa pump got your hook up man enjoy the games enjoy your day when we are done with the book enjoy that pay everybody Check me out on Twitter, at John Legazer and at Call to the Pen HQ, please. We'll check in tomorrow. Big guest on Friday, Dead Press Picks. B-Man, new hire of Matt Berry. Uh, I'm sorry, not Matt Berry. The, um, betting pros. Sorry, betting pros. Big hire with my boy Matt Freeman. That was the word. I was looking for the Oracle doing some damage over there. So, Psych, two times. Pick rerun. You got it. You just missed it, brother. Check the last 60 seconds. Just scan back. Jay, run you through the whole thing. And grab the screenshots. Or if not, again, you can check me out on Twitter, man. Go hit the hit the sharpener link. It's open. Hit the doc link. DM me on Twitter. I'll give you a free look. I don't even want your money. And then you can check all my picks, and I got all the other stuff. You can see all the data for yourself, see what it's all about. Hopefully, make the 20 bucks and then go pay for it. That's it. We're out of here. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. Done with the book. Enjoy the pay. Remember, work this hard. Feels a lot less like luck. See you tomorrow. 9.30, yo. Peace.